Tom Petty, host of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the wicked awesome DRS ATL studio right here in Roswell, GA. And it wouldn't be a Ride the Vibe without my buddy and friend, Waheed Gomes, the owner of the studio, executive producer of the show, the man that makes all the technology happen. And uh, we were just chatting in the run-up to the show. We've been doing this now over five years, so it's a blessing to know Waheed, a great, great individual, and strongly suggest any of you cats out there in the music world to uh, seek out DRS, ATL, and support local. So I'm just totally stoked to have on the show today on Bob Dylan's birthday, y'all, 81 years old. How cool is that, Bob Dylan? Uh, Mike Colleen, and Mike Colleen can take you to that place, the place of a lost love, that yearning we all have for someone. Or he can paint the picture of human loss, that deep line that runs between life and death. And that's a quote from a producer that Mike works with, Ken Coomer, who has worked with Wilco and Uncle Tupelo. So Mike, www.mikekilleen.com. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, it's a gas. Make me blush. Well, <laughs> they can't see that though. That's right. <laughs> That's why I only do radio. Because yeah, we are a pre-recorded live podcast. <laughs> and for your fans that are legion and growing, but may not be familiar with Ride the Vibe, the way we roll the format is we suggest that the listeners sit back, because it's a podcast, in a comfortable environment. Could be out on a raft now with the weather getting warmer here in uh, ATL. And get a beverage of their choice. In the studio, we are featuring a little drink mate. Their tagline is the Carbonate Anything Drink Maker. So if you're looking for a way to get off those uh, toxic sugar-sweetened beverages, looking for a way to reduce your footprint on the planet with all that crap plastic that you buy, get this drink-made product, sparkle something up. They're out of Michigan, innovative company. And then we're going to play six of your songs, okay, but not in their entirety. Okay. Only a couple minutes because we want these listeners to go out and buy the music from a source that you might even make some money, Mike. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're going to play the good parts of the songs. <laughs> no, just the first two minutes because okay. they're all good. All right. And then uh, we want the listener to go again to MikeColleen.com and uh, actually buy the album, right? So you can make some money instead of Spotify where you're making point oh oh tenth of a penny. Yeah, nothing. You, you know, you can't even buy a beer with that kind That's of money. Right. So we'll play six songs. And then we're just going to chat about all things Perfect. music. So how about that? You lead the way. I'm here. I love it. I'm I love it. to be here. And uh, at the top of the show, have to announce, because we're mindful people's attention spans less than that of a goldfish, that they can see you once they've listened to this show, if they're not familiar with your music, they can catch you Friday, June 10th, Eddie's Attic, 730. That's in Decatur, Georgia. And you're going to be with a buddy of yours, Nathan Beaver. Is that correct? Yeah. That's my, my... My best buddy. I he's, love it. Uh, he's 
He's remarkable. He doesn't play out much anymore, but he's yeah. the most talented musician I've ever met. I and, love it. Uh, he, uh, he's threatening to make it his last show. I hope oh he's my lying, but he's fantastic. And yeah, the band will be playing uh, June 10th. I, I, I think it's actually, I think we might have switched to the late show. It might be more like a nine o'clock kind of thing. Oh, okay. but, um, and then but band, not solo. That's right. So yeah, Mark Evers plays guitar. Jeff Hall plays yeah. bass. Don Olson plays drums. They're, they're Is that really, the band, really band, the Big Easy Blood, Mike? That's right. That that was the band for one show. And then the same group of guys decided they didn't like the name anymore. We got in fist fights. And if anyone wants t-shirts, they're cheap. Um, uh, uh, MikeKillian.com. <laughs> yeah, so Perfect. long story there. But the, the, that, that band name didn't last. Ah. So it is no longer. It's the same dudes. It's okay, just, just know, no that not that. that that's no. right. So scratch that. That's right. That's right. Breaking I, news. I did do my due diligence. No, you, <laughs> you're, you're doing good. It's us that's screwing things up. Ah, uh, no, no worries. And then we have to. <clears throat> we don't have to, but we want to give a shout out to our mutual friend, Jason Becknell, Great who is the reason that yeah. we met. Yeah, Jason introduced us. And for y'all that are not familiar, Jason hosts a radio show called Radio Tucker. So he's out of Tucker, Georgia, but he's internet-based. So it's 24-7, 365. You can get it anywhere on the planet. And his tagline, very clever, locally programmed, globally enjoyed. And he rebroadcasts all the Ride the Vibe shows Tuesday night, 9 to 10. And then he's been very gracious, accommodating guests that have been on Ride the Bob and putting their songs in his rotation, regardless of whether they're from the UK or France or wherever they may be, where his uh, focus primarily is on Georgia homegrown bands uh, or those that have made it big, like the REMs, et cetera. So a big shout out to Jason Becknell yeah. and Radio Tucker. You want to check, check that out. Yeah, yeah. love his station. So we're going to start off with it's time for California to come home, Mike, if, you, if you're inclined. Let's hear it. I love it. <laughs> It'll be the first time for you, right? Uh, to hear it or to what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I know that one. Yeah, to hear it on Ride the Vibe. That's true. All right, Wahid, if we could cue that up, that'd be awesome. It's 
that song uh mike talk about that song and yeah sure well so um i i just like you know actually yesterday got the final masters for a, a new record that um i'll be putting out sometime not sure when yeah um but that was finished first and so i i, I shared that uh, yeah. in the fall as a as a single so yep. to speak if, if there are singles anymore yeah um <laughs> And so, what yeah, is a single? What is an album? Right, what is exactly. an EP? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's on that's on the record. Okay, and, good. Um, and that'll you know, be your sixth album, right? I've lost track, but if you read that somewhere, I'm sure it's true. <laughs> um, well, let me review. Let me see if I got it right. Am I going oh, to do a memory check? Ghost, 2019. Yeah. Poverty is real. Yeah. Baby, be true. 2009. Oh wow, yeah, it's a long time ago. Uh, Little and low. Mm-hmm. Guns kill people. Yep, that's all true. I love it. Okay, that all good. happened. Woo. Um, yeah. Wow. So anyway, that's that's a song that uh, you know the band I play with is yeah. on and helped me arrange it. And um, yeah, you know it's 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 gonna be the second track on the album, and we're yeah. we're happy with it. And yeah, uh, that's out in the world. And then you know most of the rest of the record will, will come later. So talk a little bit about the time for California to come home. What's the what was the the, the genesis the yeah, the inspiration, you know, if you will? Well, I you know I. I there's a lot of ways to write a song, yeah. you know, and and sometimes you go first person, sometimes you go third person, right? Sometimes you pretend you're yourself, sometimes you pretend you're someone else. Yeah, and, you know, I, I just, uh, I was on a good stretch there for a, about a year, eighteen months, where I I couldn't not write a song. Yeah, I was just writing. I was finishing songs like twice a week, and and what uh, what do you attribute that to? What what was it? Was it in the water? Was it the full moon for? I don't know. I think it was a burst of energy, and yeah. um, you know, some. Urban, <laughs> and um, uh, you know, I just got into a kind of a groove where yeah. I would I would set up each night and kind of say I'm not going to bed till I finish this, and I I hope to get that back. Yeah. But uh, you know, it, it does come and go. But I think I wrote more songs in a year and a half than I've written in the rest of my life, and I've been wow. since I was 14. Wow. But anyway, that was uh, just a you know, obviously the song is supposed to be about someone who's missing someone else yeah. and and who's far away, and yeah. you know, and trying to. You know, use metaphors without being corny, and you know all, all, <laughs> what all writers do. And uh, yeah, so yeah. You know, like, hopefully, it speaks for itself. Yeah, I love it. Well, take us back uh, to the when you were fourteen. So, what? Talk about your formative years. What? What was the? Did you come out of the womb? I'm, no, I'm, I'm reading Neil Young's autobiography, and you know, literally, he's dancing no, out, I, of the, out of the womb. He's no, I quit out. piano when I was six. I quit saxophone in eighth grade. I thought music wasn't for me. I wanted to be a a basketball player. Interesting. And, um, you a native ATL? Uh, I grew up in Athens, actually. Uh, or so, Athens, yes. Yeah. So I didn't and, know that. and, you know, my parents are, I mean, music is just always in the house. And, yeah. and they had a, a, a soft touch. I mean, you know, they invited me to play piano or okay when I quit. They invited oh, me to play saxophone okay. and they were okay when I quit. And yeah. I think, you know, but, you know, I mean, you couldn't, every Saturday morning was Paul Simon and the Beatles and Stevie yeah. Wonder and yeah. Rita Franklin and, you know, Fox 97 on the way to church and, you know, yeah. stuff like that, oldies. And so, yeah. Did I, they sing in church? Were they? Church? No, they, their, their joke common, is that, yeah, you know, sort of a. We, we weren't like 
I mentioned church yeah. offhanded. I mean, right. it wasn't like a big part of right, you know, right, right. We, you know, we, we went, but it, you know, I shouldn't. My friends are laughing. Yeah, you and church in the same <laughs> sentence, but um, well, music. Yeah, because it's a yeah. there's such a commonality when you sure. look back. At no, that's the true. genesis for folks. No, the, it was more about the radio that was on ah, on the gotcha. way there okay. and back. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, my my mom's joke is my dad. He's really good at playing the stereo. Ah. Um, <laughs> so they were not musical, but my yeah. uncle got a guitar and decided he wasn't musical either and gave it to my younger brother. I was 14, my brother was 11, and my brother didn't see the guitar for like six or seven years. Because you took it from I just him. took it and never gave it back. Interesting. So. Do you think uh, that it was a tribute, you referenced it a little bit, it sounds like, a tribute to your parents, the gentle touch you talked so. about, that they didn't make you that you then came back to it of your own volition had they said, you're going to stick with piano. And then you just said, screw that. I'm never going to. I think it was that and, and the girls that liked guitar players in uh, high school. Ah, uh, of course. I think those two <laughs> together. Perfect. I, yeah. love it. I love it. Well, since it is uh, Bob Dylan's birthday. It is. Today, the day we're recording this. And I read somewhere, and I guess it was in your bio, that one of your favorite all-time Bob Dylan songs, and God, you said... What five six hundred or something at this point in time <laughs> is going going gone, and you love the lyrics. Grandma said, "Boy, go and follow your heart, and you'll be fine at the end of the line. And all that's gold isn't meant to shine. Don't you and your one true love ever part." What what resonated to you about that song? And I believe it's off Planet Waves. Is that right? It is. It is off Planet Waves. Yeah. Well. um, you know, I think I think you may have pulled that from a a write up for the Ghost album, yeah. Um, and you know, twenty nineteen, yeah. And um, you know, I uh, that record is really important to me for a lot of reasons. Um, Critically acclaimed as one of, well, I think people. Well, that's 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 kind. It it, it pe- some people said some nice things about it. And yeah, I, I, that means a lot to me. I hadn't. Um, you know, I, I had put out some records in 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, and I hadn't done anything. I guess Poverty is Real was in like 2010, but it had been eight or nine years. And I, you know, uh, married, I have a family, yeah. you know, I've got a, a job and a, you know, a mortgage and all this stuff. And oh, man. I was focusing all, <laughs> all the wrong things. No, just kidding. Yeah, I was yeah. focusing on all the right things. <laughs> yes, of course. But, uh, but it had been a long time since I had, you know, been organized about my music. Yep. And I, I remember even a few years before that, like, you know, not being able to play my favorite songs. And, and that was depressing yeah. and all. And so I decided, you know, just to kind of get my act together. And, um, so a lot of that album is actually songs are about, you know, how music is constant and always mm-hmm. be there and I can't help it. And mm-hmm. it's just a part of who I am, whether I want it to be or not. Yeah. And so, you know, I, of course I love Dylan and yeah. I love that song. And I, you know, I thought that was, a, um, you know, we would close our shows with that. Oh, interesting. It, it okay. felt like a, yeah. a nice kind of conclusion. Yeah. To set many well, just the words going, going, gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although I think he's referencing... He's uh, something uh, much uh, more uh, dark. An auction, <laughs> or, and an, uh, an auctioneer kind of going, going yeah. as I understand it. Yeah. Wow. Well, for Dylanologists, if you don't have it, I've got it in the studio. You guys can see it here. <laughs> well, Mike can see it. Oh, my gosh. It's like easily two pounds, but it's Bob Dylan, the story behind every track. 
Oh, don't all, turn, don't, avert, all, don't turn your eyes. No, I'm not going to let you have this. This isn't a swag for you. Wow. You got a coolie, but you can't have this. That's pretty good. <laughs> all the songs. And these authors, and I can't, I guess, Philippe Margotin and John Michael Gustone, they have done just an incredible job. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and they go into intimate detail on who, what was being played, what kind of instruments were being played, who's playing their pictures. Wow. It's like 900 pages long, and it is uh, unbelievable. So I'd highly recommend it for any Dylanologist. I got it out of the library. took me, I had to renew it like three times. And then I said, I got to own this coffee wow. table. Uh, coffee table. Wait. <clears throat> but at any rate, enough about Dylan. Let's get back to Mike Colleen and queue <laughs> up Radiate if we could. Okay. We'll go do something strange We'll pack our magic markers And color everything We'll start it off in yellow And work outside the lights We'll forget all the heartache And live on borrowed time We'll get high and go fly kites and Stare into the sun We'll come down Look around And laugh at everyone I'm gonna be your darling And you're gonna be my mate We'll go out then come home And we're gonna radiate I'll buy you an island If you make me a quilt We'll live a life of wonder No confusion and no guilt They're gonna see you're incandescent They're gonna say I'm out to lunch They're gonna think we've lost our marbles I got a hunch You're gonna be my baby And I'll never make you wait We'll go out then come home together And we're gonna radiate We're gonna radiate We're gonna radiate That is Mike Colleen, Radiate. And Mike, talk about that song. Is that off of... Uh, yeah, that was off an EP. So, um, okay. I, so something that I, I sometimes do—I don't know if it makes good sense or not—but it's what I do. <laughs> yeah, is when I have when I have some new songs, I'll just pick a day, go in the studio, and record them. Yeah, and just to document them, and I might put them on a proper album later. And so, Radiate's an example of a song. There's a full band treatment that's going to be on the new record. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. So that yeah. will also... Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So that's the acoustic version because yeah. I did it one day. I ran up to... Um, I think that one was in, at Full Moon Studios outside of Athens in yeah. Watkinsville. And um, yeah, laid it down and it was supposed to be a demo and I had five that I thought sounded not bad. So I just said, what the heck? 
Life is Short. Yeah. Um, put it out on a EP. But no, I, I woke up one morning and I, I listened to uh, Wouldn't It Be Nice by the, the Beach Boys. And yeah. I thought, you know, maybe I could do a little folky version of, Something you like know, that. thinking about growing up and being in love and that sort of thing. I so. love it. So in this crazy, crazy world of music, how do you sift through, release a single, release an EP, do an album? I mean, there's a lot involved with the thought process. What, uh, and the, put your business side hat on. How do you process that? Well, you can, I don't I think I'm good at it. Uh, but, I, but, I, but, but what I know is that it feels good to share music I make with people. Yeah. I enjoy doing that. Right. I always have. I used to be ashamed of that. So, oh, I, you know, I, for years I'd be like, Someone say, play me a song. I'd be like, oh, no, you know, it's cooler if I, if I say I won't. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you got to beg me. Exactly. <laughs> but now I'm like, did you say song? And they're like, no, yeah. I said song. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I, I said song, I'm, I'm playing play, you yeah. one. No, just kidding. But um, so I, I, I've just, you know, you, you get older and you just realize life is brief. And, yeah. um, you know, so I've just decided if I can share music, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I try to play out as much as I can. I record as much as I can. My Poor friends get iPhone recordings at 11 at night on a Friday. And <laughs> what do you I think of this? Just keep on rocking down the road. I so. love it. Well, and there's a, you have a quote, I believe it's you. You say, I remember the most meaningful song from every year of my life. Oh. Hearing live music for the first time. The first song I wrote, what was playing each time I realized I was falling in love. It's always been there, no matter what I've done or where I've been. Every time I try to fit music into something else, I realize I have it exactly backwards. Oh, I didn't know I said that, but very. Uh, there must be a ghostwriter involved. I don't know what's going <laughs> on the here. Album title: Ghost. <laughs> well, that, that's right. I didn't even write any of the songs. Oh, no, oh just all right. Now that truth this come out. Yeah, this is <laughs> investigative journalism. No, I, yeah, no, and I promise no gotcha questions. <laughs> Dang right. it, I broke my promise already. And uh, while we were listening to the great song "Radiate," you were talking about you're having an incredibly unique experience staying at the Big Pink. Well, we were talking about Dylan. I guess yeah. it's his birthday. That guy yeah. gets all the press around here yeah but uh yeah i did i stayed at big pink uh, this fall and it uh it, it uh it's an airbnb I, I, I don't have words for it it yeah. is you you know only for, Mystical. for 9.99 99 no um it it, it kind of changed my life a little bit i i, I would it's funny it. it's funny that you're we're, we're making jokes about the album ghost which was yeah. based on who knows what um, yeah. actually a friend of mine came up with the name of it but uh i felt the ghosts of big pink i felt like i was i don't surrounded. see how you wouldn't be able oh my not. gosh it, it it um yeah i'll never be the same yeah, it was I'll amazing. It was so, amazing. who's your buddy who uh, cued that well, up? Well, Richard Lenz, great friend nice. of mine, business partner, yeah. and uh, supporter of all things I do. Yeah, in my life, and uh, a great, great leader and uh, supporter who talked me into doing the Ghost album. Came up with the name Ghost. Yeah, brought me to Big Pink. Comes to all my shows. Thank great, you, great Richard. Great I friend. love that. Great friend. Very cool. But yeah, we spent a few nights at Big Pink, and it was magical. I love it. What was one of the other than feeling the ghost? What? You got to see the basement. Yeah, the we basement walked tapes. in the basement. Uh, you know, yeah. We, well, we we drove up. It was late at night, and we couldn't find our way because you know Google hasn't quite quite <laughs> located it yet. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, and, don't do uh, that, Google. Exactly. Yeah, and we and just when you come around the corner, it's there, and you're looking at the album cover, yeah. and you're looking at the old photos, and it's the same awful color paint. <laughs> and you know, but the 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 owner was kind enough to give us a tour of the basement, tell us some old stories. And yeah, we were so bold as to sit at. Uh, the window table and type on a little typewriter oh, like no Dylan way. did, and then oh walk down the God. stairs and pretend we were the band. You got to we do Dylan, it. And it was, you got to do it. It 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 puts chills down my spine at I this moment. It. 
Well, one other, uh, I brought all my little uh, treats here. And uh, for those of you that have not seen the 30th anniversary concert celebration of Bob Dylan's, I believe it was his 30th year with, as a recording artist, mm-hmm. perhaps. With Columbia. Yeah. With Columbia. Uh, in that, Clapton says of Big Pink that that music that came on that album off from the band changed music forever and resonated with him unbelievably. And he's introducing the band to come up on stage. So it's all incredible list of artists that are doing all Dylan songs. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It, and what's unbelievable is that it. was 31 years ago. Yeah. It was longer ago than it was. And he's still making great music. I know. It's just crazy. I saw him twice last month. It's just, oh, did you really? I did. Where? I saw, I drove to New Orleans down and back in a, in less than a day and I saw him there. And, uh, and then I saw him in Atlanta two nights later. What was that? I'm drawing a blank on the album he recorded in New Orleans with... Uh, well, he did Oh Mercy. Yes. Um, and then he also did Time Out of Mind with Time out of Lenoir, mind. Daniel yeah. Lenoir. Yeah, I love it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, again, enough about Dylan. Yes, sorry. No, just... Well, we can't help. I mean... It is. It's, it's unbelievable. But we have to hear... We have to cue up American Life. Well, we don't have to, but we want to. American Life. Parents about understanding 
by the by, Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play. And in this case, playing the great music of Mike Colleen, www.mikemikellee.com. And if you're enjoying this music as much as I am, you can check Mike out with his band, Friday, June 10th, Eddie's Attic, a cool venue in Decatur. He's going to be with Nathan Beaver and the full band, and it'll be a later night show, so probably around 9.30. You definitely want to check that out. And this American Life has got a video that goes along with it, and I'm imagining some of the footage maybe from your childhood. Yeah. No, and it's then, my son. It's and my then, son. In, oh, it's all your son. It's all okay, my son. I thought maybe you'd integrated in some of you growing up, yeah. but all your son. Very cool. Yeah. So talk about that video and, and talk about that song, American well, Life. It's I love that video because I yeah I love my son. I love yeah. all my kids, but that particular video is about my youngest. Yeah, Henry. And uh, shout out to Henry. Shout out Henry. How many? And you've got how many? Mike? I have three. So Liam, Emily, and Henry. Ah, nice. And they're all perfect. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah. So that that song is called American Life, and we did a video for it, which yeah. um, you know the team did so well. Um, and the team being. Oh gosh, don't know. Or just one or two. I can't remember people's names. All right, I've asked you two gotcha questions now. I know my kids' names. (laughs) That's all we need to know. And your wife, I'm hoping. That's right. I I know her name too. (laughs) Okay, good. Um, But I have to pay her if I say it on air, so I can't. Ah, I can't. I can't. The licensing. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, Just joking. What if I say it? No, you can. (laughs) But I don't know it. No, (laughs) Jessica is my wife. Jessica, very good. Um, But yeah, it's it's a song about. Henry, yeah. but it's also a song just about a, I don't know, like, you know, what would you, what would you tell your, your kid if you had your thoughts together? It's yeah. kind of what it was supposed to be. And, uh, how old or how old are you? He, he just turned five. So 13, uh, 14, 10 and five. Wow. Great so, ages. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, musically inclined. Have, they are. They all are. They all in their own way. You know. I mean, it's funny. We, it's interesting. We just talked a minute ago about yeah. how I think I benefited from kind of a gentle hand. You know, a gentle hand. Right. And, and we, you know, we we sign them up for lessons and yeah. try not to push them too hard. But yeah. they they are musically inclined, and I I'm hopeful they'll benefit from the music in the house and yeah. that sort of thing. And you know, I love it. Dylan fans at all? Um, you know, it's too. so funny. <laughs> I can't believe that the 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 through lines today. Just yesterday morning. Um, there was music on, and yeah. I said, "Hey, Henry, who's this?" And he goes, "Is it Bob Dylan?" Of course, my daughter said she confuses Bob Dylan and Bob Ross, which I thought was one of the great <laughs> lines of all time. Um, but uh, yeah, but anyway, "American Life" is just a song I wrote, yeah. you know, for Henry, and yeah. the, the idea is that things actually are getting better, and if yeah. people are telling you things used to be better a long time ago, they're BSing you. Right. Their progress right. The, is constant, yeah, and unforgiving, and uh, you know, the way that you can actually help. Uh, you know, further progress is by telling your parents to shut up and <laughs> listen to you. And uh, and I hope that I can take them, them advice someday. Now, have you written songs for your other children? Oh, I've written so okay. many songs for Okay, my kids. so you have. Yes, All right. yes, okay. yes. So Henry just wasn't getting no, he wasn't getting preferential s- treatment or anything. Well, sometimes I'm like, if you do your chores, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll write, write you. your song. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So much for that gentle hand. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, you have shared the stage. You've had the privilege of sharing the stage with Blind Boys of Alabama and Marshall Tucker. So talk about those two experiences and what that meant to you. Cause well, they were great experiences. I, um, I was in college yeah. when the band I was in opened for the Marshall Tucker Band. It was a fraternity party. Oh, no A friend way. of mine came to me and said, hey, we, uh, we spent all the money on the Marshall Tucker Band, but we're looking for a local band to play for free. And I was like, <laughs> uh, 
I'm your guy. Yeah, right, right. So took that gig. Yeah. And it was awesome. They were great. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, a few years later, um, actually opened for the Blind Boys of Alabama at Gwinnett Arena, if mm, you can believe wow. it or not. And another, I was mentioning Richard Lentz, another, yeah. another gig he set me up with. Um, and with your band, full band, you were with that full particular, band? you know, <clears throat> what, what they wanted was someone who could get on and off the stage, yeah, right. Quickly. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, and 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 I mean this only with love, yeah. But the Blind Boys of Alabama don't get on the, and off the stage very quickly, yeah, right? right. And so, so the gig was, yeah, for get them. on and off, yeah, focus and on uh, them. and so so I did, and I did it with with great joy. Well, you know, you talk about the big pink and the ghosts. So for me, the, that the equivalent of that was going down to the big house in Macon and doing the what I call the, the you know eat at the H and H cafe, yep. get a good feed on, go up to the big house, experience you know the ghosts of the bros. Amazing. And then we had dinner at the restaurant where uh, Greg proposed to share. Oh, wow. And this was maybe a year, year and a half ago. We didn't have the opportunity to get to the Capricorn Studios because they weren't open, wasn't open at the time. But I understand uh, from folks that have been down there that it has the same feel, meaning they've put all new technology in, but have left the burn marks and the, the feel of when... Marshall Tucker and the brothers were recording there. I uh, have you have I, had an experience down there? I have. I've you know I've I've visited the grave sites. Yeah, and I've done yes, that of kind course. of thing. Yes. I, I some things you just described I've not done, which I would love to do. Um, I'm I'm le- so so first my 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 dad who is my kind of musical you know leader. Yeah. Um, uh, his favorite band is the Allman Brothers. I mean I I I absolutely grew up with them. And, yeah. But years later, I I, I went to Macon and um, when, um, I think, I know Capricorn closed and just reopened yes, recently. Yep. But I think, I think it was a somewhat working studio like tw- 20-something years ago before yeah. it closed. And I, I I think I walked through one time. Wow. Before um, they put all the new technology yes, and all yes, the new equipment. Yes, it was, it, yeah. was, it was a little bit in disrepair, yeah. but, you, but you knew where you were yeah. kind of thing. And, yep. um, and you're right. It's, it's that same feeling. You can just... You the whole just, thing. So if you if you're looking for a little kind of um, vacation, if you will, yeah, two hours away, or hour and a half away, yeah, and they got some great uh, breweries down there now, yeah, Macon. So it's a pretty cool place. Yeah, that's a cool town. It's yeah, cooler it's than it, its reputation. Correct. Is. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, let's cue up plane to miss if we could, Mister Wahid. And again, a shout out to Wahid Gomes, the proprietor and owner of DRS ATL. There's a lot waiting where we come from. Promises to keep and bills to pay Tomorrow always steals us from each other But now I've got a plan for more today And I remember you in New York City Boston in the springtime's like the song Philadelphia's hell they got that broken bell And you can make it ring the whole night long I'm trying to forget our destination When the waitress turns away That's one more kiss It's late afternoon They'll be boarding soon Baby, we got a plane Baby, we got a plane to miss I'm sorry that 
that I've kept your family waiting Your boss and your friends will learn in time That when you're gone I'm a child who's been grounded And every time you're near I learn to fly And I remember you in New York City Boston in the spring times like the song Philadelphia's hell but they got that broken bell And you can make it ring the whole night long I'm trying to forget our destination When the waitress turns away that's one more that is Plain to Miss by Michael Killian. And you can find him at MikeKillian.com. And you can check him out at Eddie's Attic on June 10th. And he will also be, I believe, if I have this right, on Saturday, August 6th at Wild Heaven. And that's in Avondale. Is oh, that right? that's true. That's and that, right. And that's 3 p.m., I think, of the yeah. show. And that's a solo show. I yeah, that's... Uh... You drink your beer, I'll, I'll sing you some Tom Petty kind of game. I like that. <laughs> or some Almond Bros or Dylan. That's right. <laughs> and you'll end with going, going, gone. That's right. <laughs> there's something about Tom Petty that feels right for a brewery, though. You yeah, know, of it's course. just kind of sing along. Of course. Another, I mean, he's a man, but it's also some good, boy. easy listening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they might make a good band, Tom and uh, Dylan. That's right. They, they, should, they, they, should, they, they should have They should think that. about that, yeah. <laughs> so we, <laughs> since I'm the last DJ and I can screw up all I want and say whatever I want, we're going to take a break because we want to. And we want to support this cool um, cat, Jason Becknell with Radio Tucker. So we'll be right back, y'all. Hi there, it's Jason from Radio Tucker. We're the new station in town, but you don't have to live in Tucker to enjoy the music we play. We play a mix of music from the 60s to today's alternative indie and all country. We're local, so we love local music. We play lots of Georgia bands, and we'll even play your local band. Streaming 24-7 at RadioTucker.com or look for us on the TuneIn app or ask Alexa to play Radio Tucker. Locally programmed, globally enjoyed, we're Radio Tucker. We love Jason back now. Thank you, Jason, for all that you do for musicians. Locally programmed, globally enjoyed. Gotta love it. And Plain to Miss. Mike, talk about that. Well, um, this is a second song for, you know from a session I did last year where I just, it was intended just to capture some demos and yeah. and then I thought it sounded nice. So I decided to put it out to the world. Um, but it's just like a single take uh, yeah. out at Full Moon Studios in Watkinsville. And yeah, Plain to Miss, uh, it was it actually, it started as like a, um, well, you know, you always think any age older than you is old and then you yeah. get there and you realize you're not old. <laughs> hey, yes, but yeah. I, I told myself when I got to a certain age, I would start writing, you know, uh, Corny country songs, yeah. and I tried for a second, um, <laughs> and I started off with "Plane to Miss," trying to be a, a corny country song, you yeah. know, like we've got a plane to miss instead of to catch. And then I wrote it, and I was kind of like, I kind of like this song. Maybe it's sweet a little bit. So yeah. it's just a song. I think we've all had the experience. You know, you're having a beer at the airport bar, and and you you wish you could just hang around and yeah. miss that flight and yeah. not get back to all the crap you got to deal with. So yeah. that, that's what it's about. Or if you're going to a business meeting you don't want to go to. Sure, all that <laughs> you stuff. Wish you could, well, I guess you shouldn't be having a beer then, should you? Well, no comment. <laughs> but, uh, but no, that's what it's about. Just, yeah. just trying to get out of something. Now, will that be on? No, uh, fair question, because some are, some aren't. Yeah. Who's, to, who's to say why? But yeah. um, 
No, that that's really a finger picker, you know. Yeah. And the, the new record is 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 intended to be a yeah, you record. know, a produced kind of band record. Well, I have to tell you, it was a bit uh, a, a bit disconcerting for a guy like myself who's very OC to kind of sort through, you know, what were <laughs> sure sure. <laughs> <laughs> what was on an album? Because typically guests will just give me you know songs off either a album, sure, sure, sure. or a song off of a certain album. <laughs> yeah, you kind of threw me a curveball, which was good. It was it caused me to have to kind of be yeah, agile. I'm not very organized. <laughs> I I just kind of you know it's like when you want to do something, do it, and yeah, then I like that. Define though. it later. Yeah, so. it was good. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. So, so talk about your creative process a little bit. You flushed it out at the beginning of the top of the hour. It sounds like late at night is a better time because of the kids, the family, the work. Sure. Has that always been the case or have you had was it Yeah, that's changed? a fair question. That's what I was doing when I was really on a roll. Yeah. You know, again, I, I mean, I really, I pounded out like 25 songs in a year and a half or something or maybe a year. Um, I was really, really rolling there for a minute and I, and I plan to get it back. Um, right now I've been really focused on the recording process yeah. and the writing process, but, um, yeah, late at night is good because you know, you're kind of to yourself mm-hmm. and you know, if you got the right drink in your hand, you, you <laughs> let yourself, you know, take some chances. You might yeah, not, you know, right. like, I mean, I like writing with coffee in the morning, yeah. but, but that tends to be a little more measured and, right. you know, um, sometimes if I'm, you know, sometimes if you have a day behind you, you there's some things in your brain that have gone right or wrong or yeah. different and you can how do you capture this. what do you what do you use technology or you write i usually school? start with a guitar and and have a melody mm-hmm. and you know the iphone has has yeah. revolutionized writing for me because i can just hit record and then listen to it back and sometimes the the nonsense syllables i'll write to those syllables you know because and and then the words don't have to be exactly right but then i'll fix them so i don't know i pull up my you know my mac and I've got a I've got a recording of myself singing nonsense and a melody and yeah. then I maybe type it out from there. So. so you weren't compelled. Your visit to Big Pink did not compel you to go get a typewriter. No, isn't that funny? <laughs> I, you didn't want to go back that far. No, I you know, I well, one thing that's amazing about him is like how you the revisions are on those, you know, yeah. he'll like change a word or two. Scary. But that's not me. I I I, I tinker with it for yeah. a while usually. So. Well, one uh, one more again, shout out to Dylan. If you a Dylanologist, if you have not seen it, No Direction Home. It's a good one. The Martin Scorsese picture. It's a two uh, disc set. And uh, you will get uh, a, a glimpse of Dylan at his typewriter on the Absolutely. road. I mean he was all over the place. That typewriter was was there. Just unbelievable, but a great, great... Uh, That's a great one. Great video. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to play, I think, Wahid, if we could, cue up I'm So Into You. Oh, that's the newest one. That, yeah. Okay, so that's a that's a single that just came out last yeah. week. And we've left it till last. I should have had it first. No, this is perfect. Because I'm so disoriented. I'm no, 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 <laughs> this is great. This is great. I'm So Into You.
Michael Litton, the last DJ, just having a great conversation and playing some killer music for Mike Killian. I'm So Into You was his latest release, and that is going to be on your new album. It will be, yep. That's, I love that's it. That's with the band. So that's Mark Evers, Jeff Hall, and Don Olson. Yeah. Um, and uh, talk yeah, about those cats individually, just oh, uh, how good. you met them, where you know. How did I meet him? Well, you know, it's funny. We were just talking during the break about Bill Taylor. Yeah. Um, with Bitter Roots. Great friend, great yep. bass player, Bitter Roots, and a bunch of bunch of other bands. I think he, I think Mark, Mark was in the Bitter Roots for like a weekend or okay. something. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so for years, I would play solo or throw a band together for one show. And yeah. it was a terrible way of life because you're like, just as soon as you finish a show, you think you know the songs, you yeah. know, and kind of thing. But but I think I had done that and, and Bill was sitting in with me and he connected me with, with Mark. And then when I decided it was time to, you know, get a band and get organized and have a group of guys that, you know, we really know how to play together. Yeah. I, I reached for Mark and he in turn introduced me to, to Jeff Hall and, and Don Olson, but great guys, great yeah. players. Um, you know, I'll never forget. I showed up for the first practice and Mark had printed out a set list and had it <laughs> at the foot of the microphone. And I said, this is going to work. <laughs> Organized. I, I am a diva. You know it. And we're going to be great together. You know, so, uh, so no, they're, they're good guys. They play yeah. great. So Into You um, was actually on one of the uh, acoustic demos from a few years ago mm -hmm. that I put out. And I brought it in to those guys and they're like, no, 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 no. This is going to rock. And yeah. so we, we listened to a few tunes by the replacements and tried to, Try to make it sound like that a little bit. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if we did it or not, but it's what we yeah. tried to do. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Sounds good. It. And the best part is that right at the end, I, I let out a big scream and, and Mark's dog barks in return. Oh, yes. And it's, yeah, and yeah. it's, it's <laughs> on the song. On the so yeah. yeah, so that's a, that's, a live, that's a live take of a dog. <laughs> no animals were hurt in the process. <laughs> But uh, Peter yeah. people. That's right. <laughs> don't come. Don't, don't stop. That's Mike. right. That's right. <laughs> was there were earplugs in, I promise. <laughs> So that cues up uh, a question. Uh, I hope this doesn't catch you too off guard, but you can ponder it a little bit. So if you had a magic wand and could put together any three-piece band of musicians living or dead, who would you pick? That's a great one. Do I get to pick someone else to sing? <laughs> um, uh... And it doesn't, it does not have to include you. Oh, it can gosh. include you or it cannot include you. Oh, gosh. That's a great question. I mean, you know, we were talking about Big Pink and the band. I mm -hmm. mean, I, I almost just would say the band. Yeah. Just, just, just yeah, them. Right. <laughs> um, you know, but... Don't change it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, so many great groups. Um, I don't even know the names of the people who were playing with Lucinda Williams in the late 90s. Yeah. But, like, that group, like, you know, Jim Lauderdale and all those guys that were on, like, the... Uh, our wheels records were great. Yeah. Um, gosh, I mean, the clash, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I, this is, this is such a big question. I don't even know where yeah. to start. I don't <laughs> well, know. You can, you can ponder that for a minute. I guess I'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that's three gotcha questions. I've that's asked. Right, now, that's darn right. it. I promised I wouldn't do that. All right. We got to queue up siren call. If we could, why Nothing so tragic as a nebulous in the morning When screaming right past and you don't know where it's going and you're waiting It's nice that you're here, but where the hell were you? The nights when I was dialing your three-digit number I was waiting 
Didn't you hear me? Couldn't you see? Or did you need me to lie on the sidewalk and bleed? I would light myself on fire To make you burn for me Like a burn for you all alone when I heard your siren call then I started chasing now I'm trying not to fall it's getting harder I don't know where you're from the places that you've been your closest held secrets all the names of your sins but I want to take you there so now can you hear me now do you see or did you need me to lie on the sidewalk and bleed? I would light myself on fire To make you burn for me Like I'm burning for you I wanna burn, burn, burn with you I need to be with you So let me burn We are back on Ride the Bio. Michael Litton, the last DJ, having a great conversation, listening to some killer music. That was Siren Call. Talk about that, Mike. Uh, I was on a morning jog. It was like 7.30 in the morning and an ambulance went by and uh, I thought, what a terrible start to the day for somebody. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, like ambulances are never good when their sirens are on, but for no. some reason you, you, you feel like they're supposed to be at night. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just like, man. And so I just, you know, it's just a kernel of an idea. Just, yeah. it, it just felt like something to be a little different than anything else I'd written about. And, yeah. uh, you know, and of course there's some wordplay with a siren and, you know, uh, and that sort of thing. And, Will that be on an album or is that just a... Well, so, so that, again, it's hard to follow me, but... <laughs> I know, I know. With you me. got me on that's shifting an acoustic, sand here. That's an acoustic demo I shared with you, but the, yep. the, um... The real version is on Ghost, ah, and okay. so that's a and there's a piano based. So I played piano on it on okay. Ghost, and yeah, and Ken Coomer, who you mentioned, who yep. you know was, um, you know, that was an amazing moment when yeah. my phone rang and it was the drummer from my favorite band ever, Uncle Tupelo, called yeah. and said he wanted to do a record. I was like, whoa, who is that? April first, what's yeah. going on here? You know, um, but and that talk was, about Ken. Talk about Ken Coomer a little. Great bit. guy, uh, yeah. you know, he's played in some of the great bands. I mean, yeah. really, Uncle Tupelo is is maybe my favorite band, band yeah. ever. Yeah, um, and he was the, the founding drummer in Wilco and on their first four or five albums. And um, now he's a producer out of Nashville. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, in fact, you know what? I, I, when I was talking about how I didn't play music for a long time, he found or one of his interns did found the poverty is real record i had done oh interesting and he called he called or emailed me or something and said hey i heard this record i think it's pretty good but i think you can do better i'd love to work with you and I was wow like, what in the world is this really happening yeah so he's actually a big reason why i picked up a guitar again because i was like okay i better yeah take this this is yeah this is i mean for me it's like literally it's like ringo called someone yeah I mean, this is a drummer for my favorite band ever yeah um so yeah i uh, went up there i was in nashville for for four days, you know, I'm in a super family way. And yeah. so I, I had to do it quick. And I left, we had a conversation. He worked on it 
for the next week by himself um, with some musicians. It was a really weird recording process. Mm -hmm. I did all the guitar and vocals and he played drums on the record, which was another kick. You yeah, know, like right, my, right. You know, drummer of my favorite songs ever yeah. played on my record. Uh, really easy to work with. The, the album turned out, I think, great. Yeah. Really proud of it. And uh, yeah, he really pushed me. I mean, he, you know, I... I was like, yeah, I see about playing piano on this, but I can't play piano. And he's like, well, then you just said you're playing piano. So, you know, <laughs> oh, he forced me to do it. Yeah. And it turned out nice. He was a really I good producer. That. So, and we were talking about it. No coincidences in life. Yeah, in for, for life. real. I mean, everything happens as it's supposed to. For real. Well, and I, 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 we're almost at the top of the hour, but I want to have you talk a little bit about um, your your buddy, um, Nathan Beaver, and yeah. how you guys met and talk about that relationship. A little we met bit. in college. He's the most talented musician I've ever been around. Wow. He is not um, actively playing music. Right. Um, and, right. and it's that's too bad. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're two sides of a coin. It's all I want to do. And I'm not very good at it. And he's like really <laughs> good at it. And, and it's hard to get him to do it. But um, no, he's, he's a great guy, great yeah. friend. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're best friends and, uh, you guys yeah. went to UJ? Are you, UJ? Yep, sure did. Friends? Sure yeah. did. Yep. Met at Georgia and, um, he's, so go he's dogs. At big year for the dogs. Good year, year for the dogs. Yeah, it was good. Good year. Praise the dogs. Lord. That's right. <laughs> Long overdue. About time. Yeah. Amen. Um, but yeah, great guy, great friend and, and just even a, you know, an incredible musician. And, um, yeah, he's gonna open the show. He's gonna do a, an, a set, a set, probably do 45 minutes of his yeah. songs. His songs are great. Um, he's put out some great albums you can you can find online, um, Nathan Beaver. Yeah. It just doesn't play out much anymore, but he's, uh, you know, again, he's telling me this is his last show ever. I'll try to talk him out of that. But uh, <laughs> I'm course. actually playing in Nashville the week before <clears throat> on June 4th. Okay. And I'm going to drag him up, have him sing harmony on a couple oh, songs nice. as well. Where are you so, going to be in Nashville, Mike? The Bowery Vault. Okay. Um, June within, 4th. Yep. The Bowery Vault in Nashville. Okay. And yeah, that's Kristen what... Inglens is the, the headliner, and she's also a great musician. Friend. Nice. What time is it? 7.30. Okay. Excellent. Yep. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Well, we are almost out of time, but you, um, we were talking about the Big Pink and Clapton's uh, introduction of the band on the Dylan 30th anniversary, yeah. and you referenced another story that you oh, saw. Oh, well, I just, you know, I just happened recently to see a, an interview where Clapton said, yeah, you know, the band's the reason I quit three or four <laughs> bands I was in. I was like, I, I don't want to play in the in Cream. I don't like that you know? music anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept jumping around, and uh, and and I think he tried to be in the band. Yeah. Right? He he like said he wanted to audition, right. which is hilarious because he's the you know, right, greatest, right. But but uh, that's yeah. like Stevie Nicks wanting to be in the the Heartbreakers. Heartbreakers that's right. And Tom going, no, no, you don't understand. We're it's all guys. It's we're a all guys dudes. Band. Yeah, it's a guys band. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do uh, "Stop Dragging My Heart Around." That's right. We'll, we'll and, give you that song. And that was perfect song. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, just been fascinating, Mike. Parting comments, thoughts, anything you want to? Oh, any love... shout outs? You want to give shout outs to anybody? Well, I just additional want to shout say outs. I, this has been fun, and maybe uh, I talked my way into ha letting you have me back. And uh, absolutely, no, I, if you're in town June 10th, come to Eddie's Attic, and I we'll, love it. We'll sing to you. <laughs> You'll and going, going on. That's right. Or anything, or last DJ. You That's learn right. last DJ if you don't know it already. Cool. Very awesome. Thank you. Okay. Again, June 10th, Eddie's Attic, 930, August 6th, Saturday at Wild Heaven in Avondale. Yep. And then June 4th in Nashville, in Nashville Power at Vault. the Powerball are the next opportunities to see Mike live. In the meantime, be on the lookout, maybe three, four months for a new album yet yep. to be titled. Uh, and then we'll hope to have him back on the show. It's just been a blast. It's been fun. Thanks, Thanks Mike. All right. God bless. Bye.